You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me tonight. And um, just kind of kind of talk to you from my heart. Um, maybe be a little bit transparent. Um, I think that if somebody could ask me about Jesus, I would have to say that he has literally become my very best friend. And um, I think when you've served the Lord for a long time, and I think many of you would probably agree with me that our love for the, for the Lord really grows in the times to where uh, we really just lean on Him. And the other day, um, I was thinking about my son that, that recently passed, and um, I told the Lord, I said, I miss my son. And uh, immediately, I realized, because I was thinking about where Josh was and in heaven and, and uh, where Jesus is, and um, I realized it wasn't so much that, uh, though I do miss my son, um, it was more than that. And uh, I told the Lord, I said, I think what I really miss is I miss you. Um, and of course, you know, we know that the presence of the Lord is, is always with us. And Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But um, being a believer and living in this earthly realm, is, it's taxing because we live in a, in a world that by and large doesn't really know Christ. And we live amongst a lot of people that are unbelievers and uh, we live in an atmosphere that wars against our soul. And so uh, even the Bible talks about this. It said that you and I really are strangers. Uh, we're in the world, but we're not from the world. When we gave our heart to Christ, uh, we became a, a new creature and a new creation. And so uh, Ephesians, I think, the fifth chapter, might be the sixth, says this, that when we got saved, uh, that, that we now sit with Jesus Christ in heavenly places. So our spirit man is in heaven. Our spirit man uh, sits with Christ in heavenly places, but um, our natural man lives in this natural world. And so uh, for me, uh, being uh, heaven is home, not here. And I know that, that we have to stay here because it's God appoints our time to leave. But my heart misses heaven. My heart misses Jesus. Um, and I'm thankful that, that, that you and I as believers can, we can feel the presence of God, but it's just not the same that one day we'll be able to touch his face and, and uh, I don't know, sit down with him and put his, put his arm around us and, and love on us. And so when I told the Lord the other day, I said, I, I miss you. I miss being in heaven. Um, not from the standpoint, I, I don't want you to get me wrong here. I'm not depressed. Um, you know, we're not, we're not people that are looking to die, but our heart, our heart misses Jesus because uh, he died for us and he loves us. And, and of course, we're, we're his bride. And so I told the Lord that I said, I miss you. I can't touch you. 
um, I can't uh, see you with my eyes. And the Lord spoke to me in my spirit and it surprised me. He said, I miss you not being here. And so it, it took me back for a moment to think that um, as much as I missed being with the Lord in heaven, that Jesus would miss you and me not being there. You know, when uh, Jesus was going to do the, the Last Supper with his disciples, he said, with great desire have I desired uh, to do this. And I don't think that you and I realize how much Jesus misses you and me. How much that he longs for the day that that you and I can be forever in the presence of the Lord. And no wonder the scripture says that when Jesus is, is um, when he comes back, He's coming back with a shout. I think sometimes uh, we forget the humanity of Christ, that uh, we're like him, and the Bible says that one day he will descend with a shout. Well, he's coming with a shout because I think that uh, the joy of the physical reunion between himself and us is going to be an amazing thing. I think it's as difficult for Jesus to be separated from us physically um, as it is for us. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about being in that place because there's lots of people that are Christians that don't miss Jesus. And I think that's why John wrote the verse, he said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, for if you do, the love of the Father is not in you. Um, there's lots of people that, that Jesus isn't their best friend. I mean, they're acquainted with him, and uh, I think there's some affection there. But there is a place that you get to in serving the Lord that nothing can ever satisfy you like just being with him. And um, we used to sing a song, I have a longing in my heart to be with the Lord. Uh, too much trouble here below, too much sin, too much woe. I have a longing in my heart to be with the Lord. Um, when you really fall in love with Jesus, nothing else then can compare the success of of our visions, uh, a home, uh, an abundance of money, being debt-free or being successful or being really good at what you do, those things were never meant to take the place of Jesus. And uh, I think a lot of us, uh, that I, those of you that I talked to this evening, there are so many of you that understand what I'm saying, that there's just something in us that says, Lord, I, I miss you. I want to read a couple of verses out of Second um, Peter chapter 3 and um, verse 11 says, Seeing then that all of these things shall be dissolved. He's talking about the heavens and the earth. 
um, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. And I, I read this verse because uh, Peter's writing here and he said, um, hastening unto the coming of the Lord. In fact, um, there's another verse in the book of Matthew that talks about that God for the elect's sake shall shorten the days. And uh, there's, a, there's obviously a lot of debate over this, and so I'm, I'm not here saying that this is an absolute uh, doctrinal truth. I think it's just a different way of looking at it. I think that if Jesus really does miss us, you know, um, talking to somebody you really love on the phone is not the same as being with them in the room. Or if you're in love with somebody and, and uh, a soldier that's deployed overseas and, you know, he's only been married a year and he gets those letters from his, his new bride, reading those letters and her pouring her heart out to him and, and telling him how much she misses him and loves him is not the same as the day that ship docks or that plane lands and he looks and he sees her in the flesh and they embrace. And so um, I think that if Jesus does miss us, I think there's some things in the scripture that says it's possible that by the way we conduct ourselves, the conversation we have, the prayer life that we have, uh, the pursuit of the presence of the Lord, is it possible that we can speed up that day? Because Peter said here, he said, hastening the day, and the Lord can shorten the days for the elect's sake. Maybe we as the church have become too much in love with the world, with the success, the trappings, the blessings of the Lord, that sometimes our love for Christ wanes. And um, I don't know, I think that there's a, there's a lot of us now that, you know, in the last couple of years, I've had some success that I never dream was possible. And God's really blessed me in some areas, but it's, it hasn't changed anything. I'd give it all up in a moment if I could see the Lord face to face. My God, the day that you and I walk through the golden gates and we literally can wrap our arms around the Lord, everything else will pale. Nothing else will matter. And then we can truly sing, it will be, it is worth it all when we see Jesus. And uh, I think the more that you understand a person, the more that the inner part of them is revealed to you, the more you love them. And sometimes Jesus doesn't um, show all of himself to a person because he knows that they don't value what he would show them. And so, 
I was thinking in the Gospels, it says that uh, there was a disciple in the, uh, in the time the Lord did the Last Supper, it said, in, and that John leaned on the shoulder, the chest of Jesus. And uh, it said the disciple that, that Jesus loved. There must have been this level of friendship between John and Jesus that was very unusual, maybe more than the other disciples. And so, uh, in fact, I, I know there was because when Jesus was on the cross and his life was beginning to leave himself and, you know, to the very last breath, Jesus was still thinking of others and when he looked out through the through the crowd and the blood in his eyes and the great pain that he was in and he sees his, his mom, Mary, who's in her 40s and he, can, he knows that a sword is piercing her heart because this mother is watching her son being tortured to death and he was her firstborn and I think there was a real connection between Jesus and Mary and as Jesus was dying he looked over to the disciple that really loved him. And he said, John, I'm giving you my mother today. Take her home, watch over her. And so um, we know that there was a special relationship between Jesus and John. And the reason that I bring this up is because when Jesus got ready to reveal himself in a manner that he never had, in the book of Revelations, that book is written by John. But it starts out saying this, the revelation of Jesus Christ. When Jesus got ready to reveal a side of him that nobody had seen, who did he pick? He picked somebody that was in love with him. And I mean, they tried to kill John many times, but this man held his ground. Jesus reveals himself to people who love him more than anything else. That whether they're successful or not, or whether they're going through difficult times or not, neither one of those have a factor on what they feel about the Lord. And um, there's one verse that says, if you will draw nigh unto God, he will draw nigh unto you. I truly believe that when the Lord comes back in the rapture and he takes his bride home, he's taking people that have a red-hot, fervent love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Why would the Lord want to come with great anticipation to be with somebody that just knows him casually? And I can tell you this, that there are millions of people throughout the earth that what matters to them most is being with Christ. Uh, I guess the first thing I think about in the mornings is Jesus. Uh, my mind's on him in the day. David said this, he said, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, the man whose mind is stayed upon thee. Um, we are in a time uh, where our love for Christ is beginning to be tested. It's going to be tested more. And um, the enemy will offer things to people 
to try to get their affections. And this is why John said this. He said, you can't love the world. You got to fall in love with Jesus. And you say, well, pastor, how do I do that? The Bible says that he who hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Uh, my wife and I have talked about this. I can't explain it, but in the last few years, and I think many of you who listen to me tonight would say the same thing. It's, it's like that everything is fading away. There's nothing anymore that really turns our current, as you would say. Um, uh, sports don't matter, movies don't matter. Uh, there's a lot of things that, you know, we thought early in life would be the ultimate to have or to achieve, and I've tasted of some of those things, and it can't replace the presence of the Lord. I have people ask me, why is, why is your church growing, Pastor Kent? What's, what is it? You know, we, every week we have people from so many states that, that make a real effort to come to Regeneration Nashville. And I tell you why. Because there is a, an abiding presence of the Lord in our building. Because the Lord knows that at Regeneration Nashville, all we care about is His presence. I'm thankful for the numbers. I'm thankful for, uh, you know, our exposure worldwide. But none of those things replace the presence of the Lord. And so I guess I would like to end tonight with dwelling on this thought. We're going to love Jesus with such an intensity that we're going to make him speed up the day. We're going to make Jesus look at the Father and say, I can't take it anymore. I have to be with them. I need to be with my bride. Our conversation, our prayers, our, our pursuit of Christ is, I think, that if Jesus does miss us like we miss him, Finally, he just said, I can't take it anymore. And he just stand up, look at Gabriel, and say, blow the trumpet. I'm going to get him. And he's going to descend with a shout. And he says, so shall we ever be with the Lord. So I want to encourage you, fall in love with Jesus. All the other things that we go through and all the difficulties we have and the paths that we walk, they're going to fade away in a moment's time for the, in the very first time that you ever get your, your hands on the Lord and you look into that, those eyes and you see him face to face, everything else will no longer matter. The price that you're paying will seem so insignificant to the joys that we're going to experience in the Lord. I love you. I do pray for you. Wherever you are throughout the world, you hold your ground. You pursue the Lord, and He will never forsake you. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.